This is the IEEE USA Insight Podcast, Episode 9, a monthly program featuring news, information, and updates from IEEE USA headquarters in Washington, D.C. And now your host, Chris McMains. Thank you, John. Let's start off with some IEEE USA news. Engineers Week in the United States will be celebrated February 21st to 27th. The week is designed to raise awareness of the key role engineers play in society, to inspire youngsters to consider a career in engineering, and to celebrate engineers for their creative problem-solving ability. Many IEEE members participate in award ceremonies during E-Week and make engineering-related presentations to students. If you're looking for some E-Week ideas, search for the archived webinar, Five Ways to Make a Difference During Engineers Week. Discover Engineering Family Day at the National Building Museum will punctuate E-Week activities in Washington, D.C. on February 27th. Family Day, which typically attracts more than 9,000 people, introduces basic engineering concepts to children ages 4 to 12, their parents, and teachers. The event is designed to interest students in engineering and encourage technological literacy. Engineer, TV star, and children's author Nate Ball will be returning to demonstrate his company, Atlas Devices Ascender. The machine allows for rapid vertical ascent and has military and rescue applications. So if you're in the nation's capital on Saturday, February 27th, come see Nate ascend 122 feet to the top of the National Building Museum. If you're considering nominating a colleague to become an IEEE Fellow, now is the time to do it. The nomination deadline is March 1st. IEEE's Fellows Program honors members whose extraordinary accomplishments have contributed greatly to the advancement of engineering, science, and technology. It was established when the American Institute of Electrical Engineers, AIEE, and the Institute of Radio Engineers, IRE, merged to form IEEE in 1963. The AIEE Fellows Program began in 1912, and the IREs two years later. Each year, the IEEE Board of Directors selects no more than one-tenth of one percent of the Institute's total voting membership for elevation to the grade of fellow. If you know someone whose work has been outstanding and is an IEEE senior member or life senior member with five years or more in any grade of IEEE membership, you may nominate him or her in one of four categories. Application Engineer Practitioner, Educator, Research Engineer Scientist, or Technical Leader. Search for IEEE Fellows to learn more about the program and the online nomination process. Speaking of IEEE Fellows, Dr. Andrew Viterbi, a wireless communications pioneer, will receive the prestigious Charles Stark Draper Prize for Engineering from the National Academy of Engineering on February 16th. Viterbi was honored as a fellow in 1973 for his contributions to information and communication theory. The Viterbi algorithm he created in 1966 is embedded in hundreds of millions of cell phones. The algorithm, a precise rule or set of rules specifying how to solve a problem, eliminates signal interference to yield a clear and understandable message. 
His work is used in all four international standards for digital cellular telephones, as well as in data terminals, digital satellite broadcast receivers, and interplanetary communication. The formula is also used in other applications, such as magnetic recording, speech recognition, and DNA sequence analysis. Viterbi earned one of the first doctorates in electrical engineering from the University of Southern California in 1962, and the school now houses the Viterbi School of Engineering. In 1985, he and Erwin Jacobs co-founded Qualcomm, one of the world's leading telecommunications companies. The $500,000 Draper Prize is given to engineers whose accomplishments have significantly benefited society. I'm Georgia Stolito, and it's time now for IEEE USA eBook Corner, highlighting new, free, and existing IEEE USA eBooks available to IEEE members. IEEE USA is now offering a second, new, specially priced compilation of its award-winning Women in Engineering eBook series, IEEE USA Women in Engineering Compilation Volume 2, Books 5 through 8. A lasting source of inspiration is how one author describes this latest compilation of IEEE USA Women in Engineering eBooks. The stories in this second compilation volume remind you to persevere, writes Leslie P. Martinich, founder and principal consultant of Competitive Focus in Austin, Texas, in an introduction to the new compilation. Launched in 2014 with books one through four, the IEEE USA's We eBook series has a distinct purpose to inspire more girls and young women to pursue STEM careers by providing the stories of a range of female role models. Except for book one, an overview of women in STEM occupations, each volume is the personal account of how a noteworthy contemporary woman engineer built her career. Each author discusses her challenges and opportunities in obtaining an education and advancing in the profession. The authors of books five through eight are Melissa Lau, an integrated circuits packaging engineer with Broadcom Corporation in San Jose, California, Tanya J. Candia, President and Chief Executive of Candia Communications in Saratoga, California, Poonam Nagpal of Cisco Systems Corporate Quality in San Jose, and Martinich. Lau's book, Women in Engineering, Book 5, Finding Self and Growth, is a series of short essays that sparkle with intelligence and humor. Each illustrates what she describes as the little triumphs in an engineer's life that make the journey worth the time, the effort, and the wonderings that get us there. In Women in Engineering, Book 6, My Career, Your Career, Leslie Martinich describes how her fascination with science her passion for math and problem solving led her to a career in distributed systems, operating systems, and communications. Now an IEEE senior member and a consultant with more than 25 years as a practicing technology professional, she uses her wide-ranging experiences to illustrate important lessons for anyone who aspires to a technical career or, for that matter, to almost any other field. In her volume, Women in Engineering, Book 7, Having It All, One Woman's Journey, Tanya Candia relates her childhood in a small Kansas town where she pursued her early curiosity about science and her interest in communication and linguistics and a career path that has included key roles in helping to launch successful Silicon Valley startups. Candia acknowledges a considerable debt to engineering, which she says teaches a person to learn, making you question things instead of settling for the quick or easy answer. 
Poonam Nagpal's book, Women in Engineering, Book 8, The Art of Self-Empowerment, Becoming Your Own Best Friend, focuses on her efforts to achieve work-life balance following the birth of her first child. The author frankly recalls the professional and personal pressures she experienced, as well as a growing guilt that began to spiral into depression, how she achieved balance with her priorities and began to inspire other women technology professionals in their lives can be a reassuring lesson for others. Women in Engineering Compilation Volume 2, Books 5 through 8 of the award-winning series, is now available online at a special price, $25 for members and $35 for non-members. Regular member and non-member prices for each of the four individual e-books is $7.99 and $9.99 respectively. This new ebook and all IEEE USA ebooks are available at shop.ieeeusa.org. Four more Wii ebooks are scheduled for publication in 2016. In the IEEE USA Insight Spotlight, we bring you close up to a newsmaker or public figure with a quick one on one interview. This month, Chris talks with IEEE USA President Pete Eckstein about what he hopes to accomplish in 2016. Eckstein is retired from Northrop Grumman Corporation. His primary role was to design and develop support equipment for Naval Electronic Warfare Systems Avionics. He is an adjunct professor of physics, astronomy, and engineering at three colleges in New York. Pete, thank you very much for uh, joining me. Here we are out at the IEEE Rising Stars Conference in Las Vegas, and you've only been president for a few days, but I know you've, you've thought a lot about the things you would like to accomplish during your year as, as president, and uh, could you share those with our listeners? Oh, sure, Chris. Um, but one of the things I campaigned about uh, was the result of the segmentation studies that are done by MGA on a, a regular basis, where our members are asked to rate the areas of IEEE activity in which they uh, are most interested and their satisfaction with those. One of them that always shows up very highly in importance to our members and very low in satisfaction is their involvement in public policy. Now, IEEE-USA's tagline, of course, is enhancing careers and influencing public policy. As a past vice president for government relations of IEEE, I'm very much aware of the really deep involvement we have with public policy. Problem is our members are not aware of it. Likewise, they're really, they really don't know how to get involved themselves, even though they want to be. What many of our members don't realize is that back in, I believe it was 2008, we put together the first issue of our uh, policy statement on energy policy that was actually written at the request of Congress. There were members of the Senate that came to us and said, hey, guys, you're the experts. What should the American public policy be on energy? Our members are unaware of it. Part of the problem is communication. We tend to do, there's a, there's a ton of information out there, but we tend to do it as a pull rather than a push. Our members don't know that the information that they're looking for is available or where to find it. One of the things I'm very much involved in and one of the things I'm pushing this year is to improve our communications with our members so that we are pushing this information rather than expecting them to go look when they don't even know where to look or what to look for. Um, I'm also very much involved in getting at or want to get our members involved in the public policy issues. They do not realize that they can influence public policy at the local level. They don't have to come to Washington. 
They don't know how to contact their representatives. They don't know how to contract it, contact their senators. I'd also like to get some involvement in local policy issues. Um, if, if there is something going on, for example, several years ago there was a push in the state of Maryland to tax internet activity. IEEE USA was able to mobilize our members in Maryland to bring pressure on the state government and quashed that. But we at IEEE Central, IEEE USA Central in Washington have to know what's going on in the various states. We have to get these communication channels running in both directions, us pushing information, our members pushing information up to us so that we know what's happening at the state. We also have to give them the, the um, options, the links, or whatever you want to call it, so that they have access to their federal elected officials at the local level. They all have offices. They can all be reached. Our members are unaware of that in many cases or don't know where these offices are, don't know where to look for the information, don't know that they can make appointments. Um, as Russ has said, Russ Harrison, many times, you know, what's really impressive to lawmakers is when you take the time to show up in their office. D.C. is the best, of course, but if you can't do it financially or time-wise, they have local offices, mm -hmm. and, uh, and not necessarily in just one location. My federal representative to the House of Representatives has several offices on Long Island. I can go to any one of those. I can call, make an appointment to speak with a member of staff or the representative himself or herself, as the case may be. Our members have to be made aware of that. They just, they're not. And, and we're not doing a good, good job of communicating and getting our members involved. That's what they say they want to be involved with. We have to do a better job. Now, you mentioned uh, Russ, Russ Harrison, uh, IEEE USA Director of Government Relations, and I've heard him speak many, many times, and he's made the point that uh, con congressional staff members, they only, they'll really, they'll really start looking into an issue if they just get a minimum of, you know, seven. six or seven letters seven. on a specific issue. When... When you send a letter in, and not the same person sending seven letters, but seven different constituents send in a letter to your senator or your, your representative, a member of staff will put that, those letters in a manila folder earmarked for a particular issue. When that level gets to seven, only seven letters, mm -hmm. those letters will go in front of that official for his or her read and their decision-making on what they want to do. One of the things I, I, I'm very much involved in and very um, pro on, uh, thinking of the word, is Congressional Visits Day. Back in 2013, I attended my first. I've done five of them since, or five or six, because we sometimes go more than once a year. Mm -hmm. But I was interviewed then, not knowing I was going to be interviewed. We were sitting having lunch, and <laughs> sitting there with a camera, and they asked me what I thought about it. And one of the things I said, and it bears repeating, it is extremely important to go down and either in Washington or locally to meet with your officials to let them know what we want. We as IEEE members, we as engineers, we as Americans. Can you expect them to do what we want every time? Of course not. But if they don't know what we want, they're never going to do it. They're going to be guessing. 
it's important to let them understand what's important to us. We live in a democratic republic. These people are supposed to represent us. They have to know what's important to us as Americans, not just as engineers. The other thing that, that people don't think about is like, oh, but I'm only one voice. Well, not really. And just to give you an idea, I'm retired from Northrop Grumman, originally Grumman Aircraft Engineering Company. At its height, Grumman had 31,000 employees on Long Island in New York. There were seven other people involved or employed as subcontractors, suppliers, warehouses, whatever, raw material, whatever, for every Grumman employee. When you figure a good percentage of those people are married, and a good percentage of the married have, have voting age children, we represented some nearly quarter of a million votes. When you go to your state senator and you say, hey, look, your stand on this particular issue could put the jobs of a quarter of a million people, a quarter of a million votes at risk, do you think they're going to listen to you? Yes, they are, because they're interested in being reelected and staying in office. Mm -hmm. So it's, you, we shouldn't think of it as I'm just one voice, you know, spitting into the wind, because you're not. You represent a lot of votes, a lot. and, and Let's face it, you know, these people are representatives but they, you know, and represent us, but they'd like to stay in office. And those votes are important to them. Even though we may not bring any money, money is only to help them get elected. We bring the votes, and that's what's important. And when you go in and say, hey, look, these are the number of engineers. This is the American public that we're going to affect. It has an effect on, on what they do. Now, Pete, I know this, this is your... Uh your first event you've attended as IEEE USA president, and uh, your predecessor, Jim Jeffries, got around to quite a few events. Are you looking forward to getting out and, and uh, going to the different regions and different events and uh, meeting with more of the, the members that you're now representing? I want to go to as many events as I can possibly get to, as long as they're not stacked one on top of the other, because sometimes there are more events taking place on one day than you can go to. It's important to speak with our members. It's important to be involved with them. We are supposed to be representing our members. We are providing services to our members. We we'll want to know what our members want. We we'll want to know what our, how our members feel about what the job we're doing. What do we need? What do they need from us? We can only provide services if we know what our members need and want. It's important to get out to as many of these meetings as possible and meet as many people as possible. This event today is wonderful. Well, two days. Um, I'm very, very much impressed with the students that are here today. They are full of enthusiasm and energy. They're, they're a terrific bunch of people, and they are the future of engineering in this country. They're the future of IEEE. And it's a, very important that our IEEE elected officials stay in contact with the members and see what the members want and help them. That's important to their careers. It's important to us. And we hope a lot of these younger members will uh, join us in New Orleans for the first uh, IEEE USA-sponsored Future Leaders Forum, July 28th to 30th. And I, kn I know you'll be there. Oh, I'll be there. In fact, I, I was there for one of the planning meetings. I'm going back again in the beginning of April. There's another meeting I'll be going back. Um, 
I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a blast if, you know, we can, hopefully we get as many students as possible. I know we're, we're kicking off uh, on Thursday evening with a, a, a dinner on, a, on the riverboat. Uh, we'll be there with the mayor of New Orleans, which should be, you know, really interesting to be able to address him and hear his views. Um, we have one, one of the meetings and one of the dinners will take place at um, Mardi Gras World, which is one of the major warehouses where the floats are constructed and stored. Uh, I've had an opportunity to go through there. I, I was just floored by what goes on behind the scenes. We'll be eating dinner there. There is a venue, uh, a conference area, if you wish, uh, or better term would be a catering area. We'll have a jazz band there. Uh, it's going to be a terrific evening. Um, uh, the program as it's shaping up, and we, I've been going through the, you know, the list of speakers who are coming, major speakers from industry, uh, similar to what we're doing here you know, this weekend. Really terrific, you know, for the careers of our young members, getting them involved and showing them the, the path forward and how important IEEE is to their career and how we can help them in their career paths. I'm looking forward to a terrific, terrific weekend down there. It's going to be great. As they say, from Thursday through Saturday, it's, you know, I think we end up Saturday night after dinner. And uh, it, it's going to be a great time. I'm looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you very much, Pete. I know I'll be seeing you a lot in the Washington, IEEE Washington office, and hopefully we can get together again and, and uh, talk some more. Yeah. You've had a fascinating career, and uh, I know that you're, you're going to do a good job, and this is a, this is a position that you've wanted. Well, um, thanks for the interview and the opportunity. And, of course, yeah, you can't keep me out of the Washington office. It would be tough. But I'm really looking forward to the year. The, I've been involved with IEEE USA for a long time, and, Terrific staff, terrific people, and and great members. You know, and uh, the whole IEEE organization. I've been a volunteer since 1984, and uh, it's a great organization. I'm really looking forward to this year, and then what comes in the future, we'll see. Okay, thank you very much, Pete. Time now for Georgia Stelluto and the IEEE USA conference update. The air has gotten colder, and it's finally winter here in the nation's capital. And it's time now for your IEEE USA conference calendar update. On the 30th of March through the 3rd of April, visit beautiful Norfolk, Virginia for the IEEE Southeast Con. The annual IEEE Southeast Con conference promotes all aspects of theories and applications of engineering disciplines. Sponsored by IEEE Region 3, this event attracts researchers, professionals, and students from the southeastern region of the United States. SoutheastCon 2016 will feature tutorial sessions and workshops, along with the technical programs on such topics as power and sustainable energy, robotics and computer vision, image and signal processing, and more. Other conferences of note coming in 2016 are the IEEE Green Technologies Conference, Green Tech on the 7th through 8th of April in Kansas City, Missouri, the 2016 USA Science and Engineering Festival on the 16th through the 17th of April in Washington, D.C., the IEEE PES Transmission and Distribution Conference and Exposition on the 2nd through the 5th of May in Dallas, Texas, the 2016 IEEE International Symposium on Technologies for Homeland Security on the 10th through 12th of May in Waltham, Massachusetts in the Boston area, the IEEE International Symposium of Ethics in Engineering, Science, and Technology 
Ethics 2016 in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada on the 13th through 15th of May, and the IEEE Photovoltaic Specialists Conference on the 5th through 10th of June in Portland, Oregon. Plan ahead and schedule in some of these informative and interesting conferences. For more information on upcoming conferences, go to IEEEUSA.org slash conferences. Hope you can attend some of these exciting conferences and events. Remember, networking with your peers is one of your most valuable professional tools. Don't miss these great opportunities. I'm Georgia Stelluto for IEEEUSA. IEEEUSA's free monthly ebook to members in February is Starting Your Startup, Book 4, Pricing Strategies by Tanya Candia. It tackles one of the most difficult tasks for an entrepreneur, pricing your product appropriately. The book will help you determine which time-tested pricing approach is best for you, how to validate pricing, and how to develop a long-term strategy. From February 1st through March 15th, IEEE members can download a complimentary copy of this ebook by going to IEEEUSA shop and using promo code February Free. A complimentary ebook is offered to IEEE members every month and is one of the many benefits of IEEE membership. The IEEE USA shop site has many other ebooks available for download, either free or at a nominal cost. IEEE USA will offer two free webinars in February. On February 18th from 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, we will present Tailoring Your Online Resume to Your Strengths. It will include a formal presentation and live demonstrations of how to navigate through LinkedIn to use it to your advantage. On February 23rd, IEEE USA Government Relations Director Russ Harrison will deliver his monthly government affairs update. This is a great way to find out what Congress is doing for and to the engineering profession. It will run from 1 to 1.30 Eastern Time. To register for these events, search for IEEE USA webinars. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I'm Chris McMains in Washington, wishing you and your family a wonderful day. This has been the IEEE USA Insight Podcast. Join us again next month as we take a look at news, information, and updates from IEEE USA. If you have feedback you'd like to share, please connect with us by commenting on our IEEE USA Insight article, send us email at insightpodcast at IEEEUSA.org, visit Facebook at facebook.com slash IEEEUSA, or Twitter at IEEEUSA. I'm John Yaglinski. Thanks for tuning in.